ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. down this wall. Oh, the band is out on the field! He's gonna go into the end zone! And what you gonna do when Hulkamania? Say no to drugs. Eat my shorts. Boys and girls and children of all ages, hello and welcome to the Bastards of Babylon, episode 44. Cheers. Fo fo fo. Most Cheers. Cologne. Oh, okay. Sure. That famous. Hey, Moses. Y'all gonna win in the playoff? Fo, How about fo, Hank fo. Aaron? Hank Aaron, Reggie Jackson, Willie oh. McCovey. Oh, God. Jerry damn. West. I just pulled all those off the top of my head. I did not use Google at all. <laughs> right up Aaron, here in my head. The all-time home run, well, before Barry Bonds. Hank Aaron. Yep. I actually played golf um, one time. You know that uh, MLB uh, player alumni tournament that I play in every year? And it was with, uh, God, I'm going to forget his fucking name now. And I apologize, sir. I know you're not watching. You're too, old to know, you're too old to know what the internet or what a podcast is, I'm sure, at this point. But. Uh, Pudge Rodriguez. Yep, that's exactly who it was. <laughs> uh, he was, I think he was on first base when Hank Aaron hit 756. Yeah. He won a World Series with the Tigers in 80. He showed us the World Series ring, everything. World Series with the Tigers. Real cool. He's a huge fucking guy. Real cool dude. That uh, was uh, Cecil Fielder. Exactly. Pretty sure that was him. Yeah, he was a big white guy. It was Cecil Fielder in D. Yeah. Look, it's just melanin, okay? It can change. <laughs> uh, man, he was old, like, obviously, but that dude could still crush a fucking golf ball every once in a while. Are you, are you speaking of the man that we don't know his name? Yes, that guy. Okay. Okay. So the man we don't know his name could really crush a ball. And he yeah. allegedly played for the Tigers, allegedly at some point. No, he had a World ago. Series ring on. Uh-huh. I, I got to put it on my hand and take a picture with it. So it was pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so I can say when I was three years old, I won a World Series with the Detroit Tigers. I have a picture of the ring to prove it. No. You can't. Ungoogle that. <laughs> those those fake replica, not I don't want to say fake, but those replica World Series and championship Super Bowl rings, man, those are I mean, not that anybody would wear. I don't know. Actually, I don't know why they make those. Who would wear that? Who would wear a gaudy fans, fake stupid fans wear that stupid shit? That's so and, dumb. And what's, and what's weird about this, of course, this is an eighty four. So this looked like it was probably smaller than my high school class ring. Yeah, they didn't get ridiculous till later. Yeah, I mean, it looked it looked like a normal ring. Like he had to like show that it was like '84 Detroit champ, you know, whatever. Like World yeah. Series, like 
You had to really look at it. Like, oh shit, that's a World Series ring. Who would have fucking known? It's not the size of your whole goddamn fist like they are now. I wonder if they did that partly just to get rid of all the stupid fake bullshit replica ones that, because if you make them small, then, you know, I mean, anybody can wear that and kind of look, but you know, those Super Bowl rings, I mean, they're just, they're, they're ridiculous. Like <laughs> everyone's going to ask what that is. If you're wearing one now, I think it's more the money fact. Like the rings got to cost a lot of fucking money. They make a lot of, I mean, like if you get, try to give a, a normal size ring, to one of these athletes it makes <clears throat> i mean you're fucking tom brady you make 30 million dollars a year like oh here's a fucking twenty thousand dollar ring tom you're like oh what the fuck is this yeah that's what that's what most women say to me when i when i give them a ring they're like mm -hmm, that's that isn't gonna cut it buddy that's that's well, not it, bigly enough you do have to go harder than the quarter machine at your local brookshire's yeah, I usually go with the Cracker Jacks ring. You just dig down, <laughs> dig down there in the bottom. The, the decoder. <laughs> and like, and the best part about the Cracker Jack rings is like when you give it to to a fat chick, all that Cracker Jack uh, grease that that comes on the ring, it helps slide over their fat ass fingers. So it's you know, it doesn't really matter how fat she is. You can just jam it on one of those one of those fucking meat knuckles they got. I think the Cracker Jack rings they don't like they're not a full like they have the break. On the mm. back side, like they're not the full, so they stretch. <laughs> They'll break. If you put it on a fatty, it fucking breaks. Like, like, sorry, bitch, it wasn't meant to be, I guess. I don't know. It's like it just wasn't meant to be. It's like Cinderella's uh, ugly stepsisters. Their fat foot couldn't fit in a fucking slipper. Prince Charming is not buying <sighs> it, you bitch. I'm just kidding. I love all the fat ladies. As long as they're actual ladies. Uh, ladies. That's a start. That, that's yeah. that's sad that we have to start there now like that like now it's like all right are you actually are you just a fat lady or are you a fat man who might be a lady it's a, we gotta we gotta start there these days yeah speaking of that i've seen a lot a lot 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 more women starting to speak out on this issue which first of all ladies it's about fucking time it's about time that you join the fucking fray Oh yeah, what's the what's the chirping going on? They're about? just they're getting tired of. I mean, like I saw one woman. She said it about as you know rationally as you could. She said when the movement started, you know, she had empathy. She was like, okay, I'll use your pronouns. I'll you know call you a trans woman. I'll do all that. That's fine. That was your mistake. Give yep. an inch, take a mile. And that's what she said. She's like, it's just been a gateway. Mm -hmm. Trans woman's been a gateway to woman, been a gateway to breastfeeding, been a gateway to uh, birthing and non-birthing person, been a gateway to, uh, oh, you don't need ovaries. Oh, you don't do this. You don't do that. Been a gateway to them invading their place in sports, their place in society, and basically just erasing them. She's like, you know, that's fine. I'll still have empathy for your situation, but I'm not going to stand by anymore and watch you just replace us in our space and tell us that we're not special, that women aren't special, that women don't, you know, that aren't, women aren't beautiful, they're not unique, they don't have unique struggles to what a biological woman has, and that you feel menstruation and you feel all of our pain because you fucking don't. So I was like, yeah, that's... That's about as good as you could fucking say it. It's as truthful as you can say it. 
you know, you can have empathy for people and at the same time say, yeah, but uh, it only goes so fucking far. Yeah. Well, that, that's actually, that kind of leads right into one of the topics I want to talk about. I don't know if you saw uh, that Kirby guy. What's what's his full name? I always just call him Kirby. Puckett? Uh, no. John Kirby, the uh, one of the spokesmen. He's the other spokesman, not the... Uh, 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 Pierre, what's what do we what do we call her? Saint Jean? No, Karen Jean. Karen Jean. Not Karen Jean, but John Kirby was talking about the trans and women in the military. Well, I mean, I guess they're called trans men, women who think they're men in the military, and also abortions, which they call healthcare in the military. And uh, he had some interesting quotes that came out of there today. And basically, I mean. Uh, remove all the euphemisms and all the bullshit that he said. And it basically comes down to is that it is according to him, our sacred duty and rights to make sure that trans people get the healthcare euphemism for uh, we pay for their surgeries and that women get the healthcare euphemism for we pay for their abortions if they're in the military, because uh, that's just, that's our duty. So, uh, which to me, you know, uh, that's a real simple solution because if mentally ill people and women, if they need to have this special things in the military to uh, to be in the military, then the, the simple solution is, okay, get rid of mentally ill people and women in the military, out, you're gone, all of you are just history. Like, do we really need, do we, is, is our military in that bad of a place that we need women like we just have to have the X, X amount percent of women that are in military and the X amount percent of trans that are in military. I think we'll survive without them. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think it's a sacred right. Yeah, but I I, I agree with women's right to serve their country if they choose of to. Of course. But, you know, that's if it comes with the package deal of we've got to pay for, you know, uh, things like that, then, eh. I mean, of course, you could work, you could draw up contracts. You can make it very simple. Like that's going to be on your own dime. Uh, you want to cut off your yeah, no, I, you want to cut off your dick and make a vagina that'll never work. Go for it, but that's on your own dime. Yeah, yeah, all, all that should be, you know, your own expenses paid. You you have a right to do whatever you want to do as an adult in this country, uh, especially if you're enlisted to fight for this country. You can certainly do whatever you want to do. But yeah, that's on your money and. I saw something even more appalling to me because, you know, I don't, like I said, I, I don't really take a strong stance on adults and whatever they want to do. It's fine. But what did piss me off is I saw that if you want to uh, have an abortion or any of this stuff, they will give you paid leave and pay for your transportation and all that stuff to go to a place where it's legal. You talking about the military? It's the same yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. And have it done. However, let's say you're in the military and your mom or dad dies. <laughs> well, that leave, you do get to take bereavement. Obviously, you get bereavement, but it does count as part of your leave. And you pay for your transportation home to wherever your loved one's services mm. are at. And it's all on your dime to do all of that. Which, again, I agree with that. With any other corporation, it's the same thing. You get a certain amount of leave. But of if you got to travel home to do it or wherever home is, 
or was, uh, then yeah, you got to go do it, and that's fine. But like, you shouldn't. It shouldn't be paid for to do an elective surgery, but not paid for for bereavement for you know a parent. Like that. That's my only thing. Like it's 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 either you pay for all of it, which if that's if that's the case, then you know whatever. But or you pay for none of it. Yeah. You can't have it both fucking ways. Yeah, I just you know that's 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 where we're at. We're we're at where we have these things. These are issues in the military now. So that's that's well, always that's why fucking enrollment is way fucking down in all branches of the military at this point. Because, I mean, there's a certain number of people out there, and you've uh, expressed to me that when you were younger, you were one of them. I never was. But you wanted to go serve. Uh, no. But yep. it was a physical, I think, uh, limitation. Yes. It's, uh, hardware in the in the leg. Yeah. But so it was it was peacetime, so it was, and they weren't hurting for people back then. So, it, you know, I'm sure now. They'll take fucking any. I mean, if they're taking fucking trannies, they're, they're good. I think they're going to pretty much take any anything. I don't know, man. Those trannies' knees probably work better than yours. I have no idea, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they might. They but might. Either way, you know, there's plenty of people that did feel that calling or whatever, but that has been dampered by the fact that well, now you go to the military and there's all this shit going on. I'm like, well, that's not really an environment that a lot of 18 year old young men or even a lot of the women will sign up to fucking join to be a part of that like they're not they're not down with it so that's holy shit a big what? holy shit i just looked, googled it because i was curious what would you guess the um the ratio of men to women is in the military currently just all branches yeah uh four to one you think that 20 you think it's 20 percent women yeah probably oh shit that's a lot closer than i would think it's actually 27 percent. i mean to me 20 yeah. percent is outrageously high that but yeah 27 percent of um, our military which you know like i know it's not like all front lines you know fighting anymore uh it, it is in ukraine and russia to a certain extent but uh yeah it's not like it was in you know world war ii so it's not quite yeah you're not digging trenches yeah. and shit like that so. so i get so i get that but uh that's still that's that's more than i would have guessed no i mean it's been a pretty big push since they, since women were allowed to serve and like i said uh you know i had an aunt that she was uh she was in the air force and I mean, I think any any person in this country that feels the need or feels the patriotic duty or whatever, or whatever, it's just a fucking way out to go better yourself, better your situation, you know, get your college education paid for. I mean, God bless you and good luck. That's what I would say. Uh, it was never an option for me, uh, but you know, any anybody that wants to do that, I'm I'm fine with that for sure. I'm all for equal opportunity, and again. It's it's all fucking basically technology and drone fighting and all this shit now. Like, like I said, we're not digging trenches. We're not out there fucking stabbing people with muskets and shit. Like, so it's it's not like it's gonna be a war of you know might versus might. Like, who's got the biggest baddest dudes or whatever is gonna fucking win. That's that's not how. I wonder though. 
I wonder though, because you know, <clears throat> some of the theories out there about if there actually was like, like let's say China and Russia teamed up or whatever. So well, like we're fucked. Right. But like one of the theories that how they would fuck us, if that was to, to be the case is they would uh, knock out all of our, you know, our, our internet, it'd be, it would be attack on the internet and all Hell, systems yeah. would, would go down. So like what I'm saying, what I'm trying to get to is like, Yes, we have backup systems, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a forever thing. But it, but, uh, you know, if you knock out enough technology that we rely on heavily, it could get to you know some 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 more uh, you know hand to hand combat and some and some you know just actual face to face fighting for a little bit until things come back up. Because I think these other countries know that if you don't take that out, and we're using fucking planes that are flying, you know. 100,000 or you know 50,000 feet in the sky just dropping bombs that can land on a fucking quarter if they wanted to eh, they're fucked so they know they got to knock that out to, to to have a chance yeah i mean that's part of the art of war is disrupting communications and supply lines that's one of the i mean that's been a strategy since the beginning of fucking time uh yeah. now obviously communications have changed and what the, what that entails to knock it out we weren't shooting down satellites we're shooting down fucking carrier pigeons and shit so yeah hey you know you know how you get a good look at um some of our um you know uh comms and some of our defense tell you, tell you how to get a good look of a, of a t-bone steak stick your head up a butcher's ass yeah and a good way to get a good look at uh everything we have strategically in the military is fly a fucking balloon across our entire country and just let it go and collect oh, data like that would ever happen i mean God. that's what i would do if i was like uh, someone that wanted to see where certain things are needed a closer look i would probably like get some stupid balloon that people are going to think it's a weather balloon and just kind of drift it around and have it go over strategic parts of the military defense systems and and make it look random like the wind's just taking it to these random places oh, i mean that's pretty pie in the sky type stuff but just <laughs> to get that done you would have to have i don't know some sort of um hold over the leadership of that country that you're spying like you'd have to have yeah. something over them like some sort of financial yeah, there were, or some or some sort of information they could blackmail. Yeah, we would the, never the vote someone. State. I mean, we would never vote someone to be president that had that much not. that much compromise. Uh, and, and also in this ridiculous scenario, there's no way that like as soon as that balloon crossed over the border of the United States, it would just immediately get shut uh, shot down. Clearly, so this is really just a stupid story that would never happen. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd rather you not waste everybody's time that's listening with these ridiculous, yeah. you know. Wouldn't it be funny if it flew all the way across the, the entire swath of the United States and then we shot it down in the in the Atlantic Ocean? Wouldn't that be funny? That'd be, I, mean, that'd be... I mean, at that point, I think it would probably be strategic because we wouldn't want the balloon particles to do any damage <laughs> to any regular citizens. So if it got right. all the way... Let's just say it came in maybe through Canada, and Alaska. let's just say it went, I don't know, across like in Wyoming or something, and then just kind of made its way over, like you said, all these different military bases and strategic uh, missile launch points that we have secretly buried out in the fucking middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And let's say it just made it all the way through and it made it all the way to the Atlantic Ocean. Well, at that point, yeah, I mean, you know, you got to think that 
the government would have to at least deny the balloon for at least two to three days it even existed, <laughs> even though people would obviously be posting it on the internet, maybe taking selfies with the balloon, like, hey, it's me and fucking G, we're up here in this fucking balloon. Like, they'd be doing all that kind of stuff, so the government couldn't just come out and say, yeah, that's probably what's going on. They'd have to just cover it up, cover it up, cover it up, and then shoot it down once it got over the Atlantic Ocean so that none of the material could ever be recovered, so nobody could ever prove, per se, that it was a spy balloon, but then use the guise of, well, we didn't want to shoot it down over land because, you know, it's a balloon. It could hurt people if we shoot it down over the plains of fucking do, Wyoming. Do you know how many movies are going to be made from this Biden four-year span? Like, just think about the Af Afghanistan pullout, that debacle, the 13 dead soldiers that, that, that happened there. I mean, just go through the list. It's the fucking balloon. Let's if you want to make a comedy. The citizens. Uh, the, the inside, the Hunter Biden laptop, the, I mean, just fucking down the list. You've got movie after movie after movie you can make, uh, about the, about this guy. You know, I think, I think, yeah, o it's, it's Obama had the Benghazi, um, um, was that Obama? Was he in when that happened? I know Hillary Clinton yeah. was the, uh, uh, secretary of defense yeah, maybe, no, or something yeah. like that, but but and then there was the uh, the Bin Laden thing was was that movie was about when when Obama was there. But man, this one is just like every fucking week you got a new, whole new movie script just written for you. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like all the movies that you know have been made about the Bay of Pigs, and then um, I was kind of rereading some of that uh, The Devil's Chessboard. One one thing in history that just got completely lost because of the Bay of Pigs, because it was such a fucking debacle. But as that was kind of going, or actually as it was going on strategically, the same CIA that was trying to invade Cuba that Kennedy didn't really want to do, mm -hmm. uh, oh. they, were, they were also simultaneously staging a coup against the president of France to get him out of fucking power so that because he wanted to pull out of, uh, where were they at? Like fucking Algiers. He wanted to pull out of there, and we didn't want him to. So Alan Dulles and CIA, the guy that was the head of the military, basically, for France, they were going to prop him up and make him the next president. He was in Algiers. They were prepping him to literally take their own planes and go attack their own country and take out the president Jesus. And they had multiple assassination attempts on this guy, and they had all this shit set up, and Alan Dulles said, hey, and and Kennedy liked this dude that was in France, and he was he was for him pulling out of Algiers, and the people in France got wind of it. It literally got wind of what was going on. They called Kennedy up, and like, hey, man, what the fuck? Thought you said we were on the same fucking team? He's like, I sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chowda, we are on the same team. I don't, I don't know what Alan Dulles is doing. Uh, and li literally, Kennedy told... This is how weak Kennedy was at this point in his presidency. He literally fucking told the defense of France, like, hey, uh, if you see any of my guys over there, kill them, because I can't stop them. So oh if you don't stop God. them... You're probably going to fucking die because this dude oh, is just doing whatever the fuck shit. he wants to do. So 
You got my permission. Fucking take them out, because I can't do shit. Oh, my God. And that's what the fucking French, French press leaked out over there. Like, hey, America's got their spies running around here. Their president can't do shit. This fucking numb nuts. Yeah, it was a fucking total shit. And this all yeah. gets lost because it, was, it happened at the same time with the Bay of Pigs. Which, by the way, that book from Alan Dulles's own fucking memoirs, that was a setup to fail. Because Kennedy yeah. would not let him go as far as he wanted to use Air Force Strike and all this other shit. He's like, nah, 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 it's got to be covered. Nobody can know. Nobody can know. So it was a, it was a human sacrifice. Literally. Because he, he said at the beginning of the thing, I want the best of the best of the best on this mission. It's got to be covert. It's got to be secret. president doesn't want anybody to even know we were there. We got to go in, take this motherfucker out. And it's got to be like, we were never, because they use, you know, Cuban, obviously, rebels too. Like, mm -hmm. it's got to be all them, you know, paint your faces, do whatever the fuck you got to do. We cannot know we were even there. So he's supposed to send the best of the fucking best. And he literally, like every report, if you, and you can go, it's all open record now. Every report on that fucking debacle came back with not only was it not the A-list, best of the best, it was the D's of the D's of the D's. It were people that had no experience, no mm. Marine experience, Jesus. no fucking combat experience, no experience doing any of these operations that they had to do to pull this almost impossible task off to, to begin with. Nah. Yeah. We're sending the worst of the worst because Alan and Alan Dulles went on vacation while it was happening. So the head oh, of the fucking CIA man. was in Puerto Rico on vacation on a beach while they were failing. Because he knew it was going to fail and he wanted to fucking fail. I hope he's burning in hell right now. You know he fucking is, but either way, Jesus he comes back and there's like a guy meeting him at the private airport. Oh, you know, what director... It's a horrible blah blah blah, and the, and the kids like his kid then his testimony was like yeah he he said he couldn't give a fuck like like he was like oh yeah well how you know how and he's asking like about about baseball games and shit mm. so because well, he got because he thought airport that, named after him yeah he thought that if they failed hard enough Kennedy would have no choice once these fucking people he sent over there get captured. Well, he'll have no choice but to send in the Marines and the Air Force. And I got what I want. Let's yeah. fucking go. And That's Kennedy a common, like, nah, common play. Not doing it. That's a very common play for uh, for our country. I mean, like, it's just, like we've we've been we've been playing the pulling these strings and doing these dances all around the world for far too long. And um, that's why, you know, now when you see, uh, you know, pe people that like, I don't know, just take one example there's there's many but like when tucker carlson grills mike pence and some of these old war hawks about you know ukraine and and what the fuck are we doing there uh they don't really know what to say because like this is just like for someone like pence he's probably like 60 or however he's he's been in the government forever that's yeah. just what they do like what do you mean we don't we're not going to support what? you I'm, I'm i'm just i'm just going to start a war by proxy with another country that I don't, if we've got money invested in and we don't want this other country and I'm just going to assume it all goes to plan. What? What? Look, uh, did you see that? <laughs> did you see that Tucker Carlson? I, uh, I saw the one exchange where he was like, you're sending all this money over there yet at the meantime, inflation's crazy. The border's out of fucking control. Yeah. Like nobody cares about Ukraine. What are you doing about, about, about what's going on here? 
and he's and he they dude they just it's like and he's they like, don't I've, I've heard this routine from you before yeah. like hello it's not a fucking routine most of this country does not fucking we care it's a care but not care okay like look I would yeah. say 98% don't give a fuck. They couldn't find Ukraine on a map. Right. Most people don't even know. The people that do know, they care a little. Uh, and the people that really, really know about what's going on, they know that, you know, there's reasons that Russia made this power move and it has to do everything with our current situation uh, in our president. And also that some of that land is, it, it was Russia. Some of that land was, those are Russians in that part of Ukraine. And when, you know, when, Russia felt a chance to take some of that. Literally got the invitation from Biden to, you know, if they just go in a little bit, you know, it's going to be okay. So remember the sanctions? Remember the sanctions that Saki kept talking about? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, God. These sanctions, though. Yeah. I mean, we're going to put these sanctions on them. And that's going to stop. Everybody's like, that's not going to work. And they're like, you're, that's just irresponsible to to say that sanctions won't work. I mean, this, it's the same song and dance with these people, but. There's billions and billions of dollars at stake. There's uh, there's backroom deals. There's blackmail. There's all there's. You could, I mean, again, this a fucking. You talk about a movie, just a fucking movie. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like over all the thing, the I can't remember all the movies uh, that the guy noted in the book that were basically they were made from, you know, either. Direct on the Bay of Pigs, or direct on the fucking uh, attempt to take the take out the French uh, president, or adaptations of that story called something else. Basically, you know, using a little bit of a what do they call that literary? Uh, oh fuck, what's it called? Like literary? Uh, basically, kind of like in literature, you get a, you get an excuse to kind of dr- dramatize embellish. A story. Yeah, basically. And to, I mean, make yeah, a, it's gotta... to make a movie or whatever, but yeah, it, it's all coming from real those real life stories. <clears throat> Not to mention the fact that you know, I mean, all the other leaders that Alan Dulles took out. I mean, I mentioned it before in the podcast. Saudi Arabia would have been a huge ally for us if not for him. Uh, fucking the dude in Africa, he took out. I mean, Africa, Af- the uh, I forget which country in Africa. They would have been in so much better place. They would not be desolate, not be poor, not like. So when he took that dude out, that's when we took control of that. That's when all the blood diamond shit started happening. That's like we took control of all that, took that dude out. And Isn't that Libya? Possibly. Not Lib- I, I can't remember now. But either way, I mean, all the, all the shit that, you know, we've caused throughout the world and people are like, oh, the people just hate America because they ain't America. Like, Nah, some of them hate us because we sent their country into, you know, 50 years, 50 years going on now of fucking shit when it was on its way to prosperity. It's the Congo, Liberia, and that's the area that has the the blood diamonds. Um, Yeah, no, like I'm, there's nobody more American and pro-American than me, but like, let's, you can't be, I mean, like, like anything else, there's a balance to everything. And my God, like, to think that we've done everything perfectly right, like, come on. These, these are people. These are people running these countries. These are people making these decisions. And by the way, there's billions of dollars wrapped around in every one of these decisions. So, of course, there's corruption. And, of course, we've done bad things. But the crazy uh, thing is this, 
this all that I'm talking about got put in place by one fucking guy. Well, that's all it takes with that much power. That's all it takes with that much power. Shit. That's why they, they called him the spy master for a fucking reason. I mean, this dude, that, like, that's why whoever gets in there next, it has to be a just, and I don't care who it is. Like, I don't care if it's a Democrat that fucking really, really cares about this stuff. Get in there and fucking clean all these people out. Every department head of the DOJ, the FBI, the CIA, uh, you can't just clean out the department heads, though. Like, you're going to have to. I was thinking about that today when I was kind of rereading some of that. Go stuff. as low as you want. You know, just go as low as you want. But no, I'm you, saying, like, you're going to have to literally defund most of these departments down to the bare minimum. Well, yeah, at, that's at, th at this point, they're fucking overkill. Yeah. I mean, the FBI was literally founded when it was founded before Hoover took it over. Actually, as Hoover took it over and kind of made it what it was, they were doing copyright fucking research. Yeah. And busting people for copyright shit before, before Prohibition... It all that shit came along. That's what they fuck they were doing. Yeah, it's it's so it's gotten so big and just this this country's so big. Number one, like just just the actual geographical swath of our country is so fucking big. The amount of people in this country is just massive. The amount of tax dollars coming in is fucking massive. Uh, just everything in the the scope of America in every single aspect has gotten so fucking huge. That it's kind of like a machine running on, uh, not necessarily autopilot because a different pilot jumps into the you know seat every four years, and but it they can only turn it so much, and it's still like just yeah, this you, ascending you can't plane. Spin the wheel of the Titanic. You have to fucking gently fucking steer it to a new course. You can't just like yeah. oh we need to go left. Nah, yeah. that's not how so, that fucking works. So that's 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 why I always say like I mean we're we're already we've already fallen we're just not falling yet because like this you get this big you crumble from the inside out it's happened to every giant dynasty uh, in history and uh, I just hope it doesn't happen for a long time because you know well yeah we're we're already well on the I mean again all the stories I'm telling is us making all the decisions throughout the whole world even mm -hmm. though the world knew we were doing it and tried to stop us like man but you can't stop us though so we're just gonna go do it. And now it's like, I guess China, you can fly your balloon over here. There's not really a lot we can do about it. I mean, like, I guess China fucking happened. I guess China, you can um, either accidentally or on purpose unleash a virus that kills. I don't know what it killed, like ten percent of the world. What, what? I don't even know what the, what the but whatever. Like they unleashed either knowingly or you know on accident a virus that that shut us down, ruined lives. Cost cost people lives going forward with suicide and, and depression. Well, it gave, and it gave everybody nothing's happened to shut down, and nothing has happened to China. Nothing. You still you still can't even say that. Like I'm like I mean you know we we've been throttled by YouTube forever, so it doesn't really matter. But like if you posted that out on YouTube, you are going to get uh, either throttled or or just completely shut down. You're not allowed to say it. Yeah, I mean even though now they're having congressional hearings, these people like. I mean, I've, I've seen uh, a doctor gave a testimony from Johns Hopkins research, and he's like, the biggest culprit in the entire COVID thing was the U.S. government and all the misinformation that came from all this stuff, and yet all these people were telling you what to do, told you to take ivermectin, told you to do this, told you that, all that got shut down, all that got censored. I mean, G Jesus Christ, you remember when fucking they were trying to cancel Joe Rogan? 
Yeah. All fucking Sp- and Spotify's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, they're not gonna do that. Fuck. Oh man. yeah, they they did all kinds of things. Joe Rogan, they 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 when he played his video, uh, when he had it, like he he did a you know just not not on his show, but he just did a video said, hey guys, whatever, but I got COVID, blah blah. They they changed his, you know, you can put filters on of people. They filtered his face to make him look sick. It was like. He talks about it all the time in his show, and he'll show like the side by side. He's like, "Here's the real video of what yeah. I posted. Here's what CNN played, and they fucking put all kind of like death filters on him and made it look like he was fucking dying as he had this COVID." He's like, "Dude, I felt I was fine." Speaking of that, have you seen the? And I've only seen the clip, but it was when he had uh, who's it, Howie Mandel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when was that? I, dude, I, I couldn't tell you. But anyway, he was showing like an example of all of the local medias, like just low, like Channel 4 and mm-hmm. Dallas and fucking Channel 9 in Houston, but like all over the country. And he started with one clip and they were saying like words about misinformation and next clip. And literally the screen got to like a hundred different broadcasts all saying the same thing in concert. Like yeah. word for fucking word, and it was topic after topic, but all about COVID, all about this, all about and almost they like, like they were getting emails. Yeah, like here's what you say about COVID, and how and how many was looking at, and he's like, he's like his eyes get so big, and he looks back at Joe Rogan. You know how to do the kind of the side by side. He looks back at Joe Rogan. He's like, this is fucking scary. Joe Rogan's like, yeah, dude, this is propaganda. Is what it is. Isn't Howie Mandel like a big lefty? Oh yeah. And did it, uh, hopefully that's why I love him, people, because Joe Rogan has this kind of power because he's well, he's the most popular podcast in the world. So, of course, he has that power. Are you he, sure we haven't beat him yet? <laughs> no, not yet. Plus, he's a really <laughs> plus he's a really cool guy and he's he's easy to talk to. And he, he asks the right questions and doesn't doesn't like scold you if, if it's uh, something that he doesn't believe in. And it's just information based. And uh, so he gets people from the other side to come on. And I hope that when that happens. That people like Howie Mandel and all these other uh, people that come on there, that their eyes, the light bulb comes on. You know, Dude, his just, eyes got so big, he's like, "This is fucking scary." Yeah, and so, hopefully yeah, that called, translates. It's called and they start... propaganda. Like, dude, it's no different. I and I've said this so many times in the podcast. It's no different than what the Nazis did. I mean, Ger- for all the, you know, I know Nazi gets a negative connotation, whatever, and rightfully so, but they did a lot of things masterfully right. Until it all went fucking wrong. But like Goebbels was, I mean, if there was a better national propagandist in history, you'd have to point him out to me because, and I guess, I guess we're pretty fucking good at it too, but <laughs> this is one dude that directed, I mean, and it's the same fucking play. It's the same yeah. fucking play. And you just, you just get the, and again, back then, a lot easier to do, I'll give him that. Because, uh, you know, all you had to do is get the papers to print the shit or whatever. And that's what people read and that's what they fucking believe because they didn't know any fucking better. And then yeah. all you hear is the fucking broadcast of of a Hitler speech or a Goebbels speech or whatever. And that's just what you got. Now, I mean, there's all kinds of media. But again, he showed an example side by side. Like, if all you watch is Channel 8 News or Channel 4 News mm-hmm. or all you watch is Channel 9 News or wherever you fucking live. All you watch is your local news channel, 
and you're not aware that every goddamn local news channel is, I mean, it was word for word for, and then they synced it up, dude, and it gave me chills watching that. I was like, oh my fucking God. But luckily, we are living in a time where people get so much more of their media from little clips like what you saw of that and uh podcasts and, and just and just other forums like you know the people that's that only good and watch bad. that's good and bad well it's it's only it can only be good if we're allowed to everybody's allowed to have an opinion it can it'll go real bad if it gets to where you know the people in power only want certain people to to be allowed to disperse the information and the opinion so uh, yeah but here here's where <clears throat> I think that the other side has figured out, and I've been thinking about this a lot, like, because I saw that clip and it really made me think, okay, what, how, how many people watch the local news? You know, I mean, I, it did give me chills. I'm like, eh, you know, I, I see this shit, I see that shit, blah, 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 blah. But here's where I think they have figured out is I don't feel like, and you can tell me if you think I'm off base here, but, you know, you and I, search out a lot of different stuff and i think a lot of dudes that you talk to i talk to search out different now they might search out the stuff they want to hear they might search out you know democratic stuff they might search out republican stuff or whatever but everybody's got a different flavor that they like to hear from this and that or whatever but here's who doesn't is women like i don't think that women really search, and i'm not being disparaging at all it's just not really in their nature you talking about they only watch news? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that they really don't search any alternative information out. So, yeah, they might catch the local news, and that's what they'll watch or whatever. Or they catch the little <laughs> snippets in between, you know, whatever shows that they watch on TV. Mm -hmm. And they, But they don't seek alternative media. So they really just get fed whatever the mainstream media is on their channel. So that's, that's really all they fucking get. So I, and when you're thinking about this in your mind, what age of women are, is in your mind when you're thinking about that? I mean, I would say probably between 30 and 70. Well, yeah, up to 70. Sure. I, I mean, if you're, if you're asking me like in my experience, and this is just, you know, anecdotal scrolling through, you know, like my Facebook and stuff, like I would the younger, like under 50, I'd say the cutoff is 50. The women under 50, I would say absolutely not. That like, there's a lot of them are, are really sharp and into this. Uh, now, I, if you go from 50 to 70, I would say you're 100%, probably 100% right, because they're just not going to. Yeah, gonna... but I, I think that in that age group, it probably goes both ways a little bit for sure. I mean, I don't think a lot of dudes over 50 are searching out alternative media either. But I, I just don't, like, in my experience, I don't feel like that women really get that involved in political issues or world issues to go search this stuff out, go do research, go read anything. Now, yeah, they're not going to do research, but they're on TikTok. They, they're on they're on these things, and when you're scrolling TikTok's through... Like 100, almost 100% fucking liberal. I mean, Jesus Christ. Well, you just, you know, any of them, like it, they're in there and then they might, they might be overwhelmed by, by the, uh, the propaganda from, from like the left. I think they're watching like fucking cat videos and. 
Yeah, I know it builds the algorithm to what you like to watch. I get that, but uh, that's not their thing. So yeah, that's all I'm saying. So I guess I guess that's why I'm saying like it'll be it'll it will be interesting to see on this next election what happens to the woman vote. And I know it's I know that the Trump thing is a big thing of why we lost a lot of the women vote. Obviously, in the last election, um, just because of that. And, you know, the big red wave that was supposed to fucking happen, well, you had a couple of fucking people out there, you know, getting all antsy in their pantsies and try to fucking shoot down abortion. That had a negative effect on that. Women were like, even even women that would have voted Republican, just because it was going so badly, they're like, nah, can't, I can't get with that, so I'm not going to do it. So, like, we lost a lot of fucking women, women female vote on that. So it's like... Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I think that the the continuous push uh, on the kids is going to continuously push these women that, more into into and, this politics and the trans thing for women that that feel it. Yeah, because a lot of a lot. Let's be honest. A lot of women don't feel that they're all they're going to be supportive of that community. They've always been supportive of the gay community. They always have. Women have gay sons. Those gay aren't daughters. gay people. I know, but they're going to be supportive of... They get lumped in, but they're not the gay people. I know, but those same women do give birth to those same people to fucking transition, and a mother's love doesn't really leave. Oh, fuck. God, if the mother of these fucking mentally ill people, if if, if they want to love them, go ahead. And Well, actually, I would say if you really love them, you should probably get them... But they uh, don't. They support the help. them. You should get them the help that they need, like they, the mental they, help. We talk about it all the time. What do they do? Oh, Oh, I got a little trans boy. Oh, I got a little trans girl. It's a badge of honor. It's a talking point. It's a fucking, you know. Trinket. Basically, yes. It's a trinket. It's a social trinket. And then what do they seek out? Affirmation. Well, they see it all over fucking social media. You're such a great mom. Blah, 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 blah. And that's why you got to shame these people. You, you, every time you see this, you shame them. Shame on you, say shame on you, mama. And you do it in a way that's very respectful, but you say, hey, uh, your boy is a girl or your girl is a boy. So stop confusing him or her and get him help or just leave him the fuck alone. How about that? Just leave him alone. Just say, Oh, Hey mommy, I'm, I'm a, I'm a boy. Oh, well, no, you're not. Get the fuck out of here. Go play. Uh, That's it. It's done. Just go away. No, you're not. Yeah. (laughs) And it's over. It's pretty easy to shut down. But again, so many of these people, are looking for attention on social media. And again, I hate to keep putting it back on women, but damn women. I feel like that is more of a social contagion for the woman to be popular on social media than a dude or whatever. Cause first of all, it's easier to do. If yeah. you're good looking, you're going to be called, popular. They're called digital creators. Yeah. Digital creator. Yeah. That's like if, if Paige for, didn't look the way she looked and hold for a whore. I'm not calling Slap. Paige. I'm not calling Paige Spearnag a whore. I think she's a lovely person. And her, she, it, does and it she, say digital creator? She's the second most influential golf person on social media, other than Tiger Woods in the entire world. So, oh, but she man. fully, but she fully admits, and that's this is why I like her. She fully admits it's because she's hot. She's not a great golfer. I mean, she she is a great. Okay. Let's look the things back. 
if you just played golf with Paige Spearing, like any of us fucking Joe regular people, yeah, for men or, random people, she's, she's going to kick she's the gonna kill them. shit out of you. Like, she's going to kick my ass up and down the links. And does she travel around and do these? Like, does she, who does she oh, yeah. work for? Who Does she work for some one of these networks? Uh, she, she's got a lot of different uh, people, like fashion people she works for. She's got one betting thing she works for just for golf. She puts out her picks every week. But she travels around and does like celebrity tournaments. She was supposed to have a big tournament with John Daly, and he fucking no showed on her. <laughs> mm, that was a mistake, John. Well, supposedly he was really sick and he couldn't make it. Who fucking knows? Yeah, his his sicks are like extreme. I'm extremely hangover, hungover. I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, sure. If he's ever sober, he probably he's probably never actually sober. Very rarely anymore. There was a time where he got pretty good, but that's no, he's now. he's. I've seen clips of him. He's back to oh, he's yeah, he's way off the wagon. He's fucking. <laughs> he's, he's a fucking his, giant. His well, wife, uh, him and his wife got divorced. Oh really? Oh yeah. It's mm, too bad. I believe. Well, I need to be fact checked on that. Actually, I think that that happened. Well, they get they were together a long time. Yeah, they were boyfriend and girlfriend a long time. He had that show, I don't know if you remember it or not, being John Daly. And I used to watch it from time to time. My dad's a huge John Daly fan, and she used to wear the same, this is a true story, she used to wear the same pants as him, but she would wear, like, booty shorts. You know, he wore the loud pants. So she'd wear the same pattern, but in booty shorts at tournaments. So we were at, me and my dad were at the Houston Open, and... John was playing there, and he wanted to follow him around. And I was like, that's fine. I don't care. So we're following him around, and I see her there. And I see her in her booty shorts, and she's a good-looking woman. And she's got the same pattern he's wearing. And I was like, hey, that's John Daly's girlfriend right there. And my dad's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm sure. Well, my father, being my father, immediately goes up to her and shocks up the conversation. This is on whole, like, 12 <laughs> by whole 18 her and my dad have been best friends for at least 30 years at this point i mean they've got inside jokes they're like fucking i mean just and you know i'm trying like i don't want my dad to be a pain body she won't let him leave she keeps robert come here she's pulling it back talk That's to cool. him yeah and then after the round john gets done and she's she's like come on y'all come on come on we walk up to where like where the press ropes are at John's in there giving an interview. She's like, John, honey, you got to meet this guy. You got to meet this guy. And he's looking at her like, bitch, I'm being interviewed right now. Give me a second. <laughs> he didn't say that, obviously. He's on camera. It was the look, though. Yeah, it was a look. Like I was like, oh, shit, she's, she's treading water here. So anyway, he gives one interview, and then she starts put, tugging him again, and another guy sticks a fucking mic in his face. He's giving another fucking interview. And then he turns around, there's another mic, and she literally grabs him by the arm, and she says, John, you're going to meet this man right now. And he walked oh over to meet God. my dad, and they talked for a minute or whatever, and then he went, gave another interview, and she's like, y'all want to come in the clubhouse and this and that, blah, blah. And I was like, well, fuck okay. yeah. But we didn't get to do that, sadly. Uh, John got, well, he, he hadn't even, dude, he hadn't even signed, like, you know, People don't know this, but like professional golfers, after they get in with a round interview, blah, 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 blah. But they have to go to the scorer's tent. They have to they have to sign, they have to review their scorecard with mm -hmm. the scores, 
with their playing partner. Their playing partner has to sign their card. They have to sign their card. And then they have to turn it in. So, it's a, you know, it's a to-do thing. They got shit to do. Well, what was this lady's name? Do you remember? Man, is it Anna? Yes, that is exactly okay, what it yeah. was. It's saying that they're that they're still together. Okay. Uh, but it also says that that's his fourth wife. So, I man, I think it, I think that's her though. Yeah. Is she a brunette? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, that's her. Yeah, she's okay. Hot. So, yeah, she's hot. So that's mm-hmm. good. They're, they're <clears> still together. Yeah, I remember that now that you said Anna because my dad because she'd be like Robert and she's like Anna and like they're fucking like I swear to God by like whole eighteen they're like best fucking friends. <laughs> It was so funny too because she knew like all John's mannerisms, so it was kind of like getting behind the scenes. And he was playing with this dude that was playing like really fucking slow, and John was just so fucking irritated. She's like, "Oh, he's so pissed off right now." Now we couldn't really tell that on tour. Yeah, but she could. She's like, "Oh, he's so fucking pissed off right now." She's like, "This." He strikes me as a guy that plays fast always and gets gets mad every time. Well, he wasn't like really showing anger, but like. She was like, he's so fucking frustrated right now. I was like, this guy's playing so fucking slow. And like, as she was saying this, so I started to kind of watch his mannerisms. I was like, oh yeah, he is upset. Like, you could just tell he was being really impatient, this fucking guy. He just got, wants to grip it and rip it, man. I hit it hard, man. <laughs> just yeah. grip and rip. Yeah, he was being frustrated with this dude, which <laughs> I get it, man. I, fu- I fucking hate playing with people that play fucking slow. So I do mm. understand that. Me I too, it. and I don't even like golf. I mean, if, if you know, you got a tough putt or something, or you got a putt for birdie or eagle, and you're really trying to, like, you're really trying to make a score, okay, take take a minute. Get an extra 30 seconds. But this if you're is... if you're fucking lining up a fucking putt from six feet for double bogey, hit the goddamn ball. I don't care if you get a double or a triple, and neither should you. You just fuck this hole anyway. Yeah. And especially if we're not playing for money, who gives a shit? Playing for money? That's not. That's against the law, Bo <laughs> Law don't go around here, law dog. Yeah, I heard you the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good movie. Have you oh. watched? Um, uh, I think I, asked, I may have asked this before. The the Yellowstone um, spinoff. It's I, I guess it'd be the one. Oh, the eight was it eighteen eighty seven or whatever. It's the one. Well, it's the one with Billy Bob Thornton, and he's the uh, mayor or either mayor or whatever of Fort Worth. And dude, I mean, it's just a, it's a little role in one of those spinoffs, and just fucking bad. I mean, what are, I'm not. I, I've actually never seen an episode of Yellowstone or anything related to it. Uh well, you will eventually. I mean, it was you, you run out of shows. You got to watch something. So well, I don't have the whatever the fucking thing is that you was it peacock i don't know i don't even know yeah yeah yeah, yeah you're right that's that's the only paramount, way i got into it i don't fucking know i think it's paramount paramount but yeah i i watched it the, for the first time with someone that had that and then got me hooked and then you know uh they might all be on there actually now i think i think some of those are so old that they're you can find them on other things but um i didn't know i've looked because I, I did want to get into the especially the yellowstone since it's coming to an end now from what i understand yeah, there's some fucking contract drama going on. And for whatever reason, I don't know why, I, I generally do miss series as they're popular. I probably miss like at least 70% of every popular series that I've ever yeah. went back and watched. Like, from I, I very rarely start anything from the beginning, I very rarely a front runner or anything. 
Game of Thrones is one thing I watched from episode one on. I rarely finish a show. I, w- I was on Game of Thrones uh, from the beginning. Um, and you finished it because it was, and I finished that because it was yeah. a great, it's a great show. But like, like there's, I will start so many shows. Like people tell me, hey, start the show. I will start a lot of shows. And they'll ask me like later, like, what'd you think? And I'm like, uh, I dropped out of like, you know, season, whatever. Like it just, it just kind of like, it was yeah. good for a very long, for a while. And then it just, it lost it for me. And I just kind of dipped out. Like I will rarely watch and finish shows. Oh, I started Ozark from the beginning, from episode one of that. And finish it. And fin- oh yeah. Yeah, I did too. Because again, great it's got to, that's it. But when I say a show's great though, like my bar is higher than what some some people just say every show is fucking great, and I'm like, uh, all right. But no, that that dude, that was like I, I, one. I'm embarrassed to say that I started from the beginning, but I did, and it was a very good show when it started. And man, did it jump the shark! But I had to finish it because I'm not a quitter. But I wish I would have quit this one. But True Blood. I don't, I don't even think I ever started that. I started, and it was really good, really fucking good. Probably the first three to four seasons and then man it just went fucking sideways and it was just you have to know when to, you just that you have to know when to drop out of a show like yeah, you just have but, to but i will say that picky blunders the season before the last one it almost did it 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 really did jump the shark and i was like man and when they were like it, oh we're coming out with one more i was like oh fuck i don't even know if i can do it but i was like i'll right. give it a chance and then the last season was like the best season since the first season. I was like, fuck right. me, it was great. Yeah, th- yeah. if that first two episodes of the last season would have been bad, then I would have just been, all right, I'm just not going to finish it. Yeah, right I now. probably would have actually dipped out of that too because it was yeah. so bad to end it before then. So I agree with that one. So the new show that I started, and uh, I actually don't even know how many seasons it has. I haven't looked, but I'm only in season two, and it's, it is fucking great. And people are talking about it. Secession. Have you watched that? No, I haven't started Holy that one yet. But I've heard, I've heard great things. Oh, like there's very rare moments when I'm watching a show where I'm like, holy shit. Like, you know, Game of Thrones has those moments. There's yeah. there's certain, but, and it's so weird because it's not like, you know, murder. It's not like anything. It's it's human interaction. Holy shit. Like the, the, the way they can tap into the human emotions on that show. Uh, and it's, it's fucking great. Just a great show. Curb was like that from a comedy aspect. Yeah, it's just a comedy, though. That's it. You know, comedies are, I almost put them in a whole different category because it's like, comedy is like, what's your kind of comedy? What's what's your kind of comedy? Like it, can doesn't, be di- it doesn't have to have a lot. Now, some comedies do, but it doesn't have to have a lot of continuity. No. So it doesn't have to really be a story. Especially you know, not Curb. Curb especially is not just, Curb, yeah. Oh, my God. But it's, I laugh so hard at that fucking show. Like, oh as far as comedy is, you know, that is, he's so ridiculous. Yeah, there, he is so many moments in that show where I was, like, fucking crying. <laughs> like, could not breathe. I was laughing so fucking hard. And just, and something so random, like, like, uh, him walking down a sidewalk at a business center and someone pulls into a parking lot and and doesn't get exactly in the lines like like one of his tires or a little bit of, and he's and and complete stranger to, to to Larry David and he's just like he can't let it go he's like you happy with that parking job <laughs> <laughs> just, just like just stupid uh, shit like that. <laughs> he can't uh, let it go it's like you you feel okay so with that fucking neurotic, you feel okay dude. with that parking job huh the dude's like what 
It's like, hey, you little nah. you're, on the, you're on the line. To... <laughs> and he fucking, he always does the fucking. Oh, uh, God damn it. I fucking love that show. And he just, uh, oh, yes. Larry David is, and I don't <laughs> even think that's, I mean, people say it's a little bit of a character, but it's pretty much no, just him. I bet you it's not, dude. I bet you it's 100% not. I mean, it's probably a little bit exaggerated, but it's it's pretty much just got to be fucking him. I mean, he yeah. wrote Seinfeld in the exact same vein mm-hmm. through different characters. You know, Newman yeah. was really always the asshole, you know, in that show. Kramer was the ridiculous. Like, and he basically wrote himself into different characters, like okay, different yeah. parts of himself. Are there anybody? I wonder, like, if you took a poll, like, who who thinks like a Seinfeld versus a uh, Curb, like, like who, like, what's what's the ratio going to be? Like, it's got to be seventy thirty Curb. Yeah, it's got to be seventy thirty oh, Curb. Right? Any, anybody that's watched it, yeah, at least seventy thirty. Yeah, curve. that's what I would guess. But I mean, too. he had he had a lot more. It's almost not fair though, because it was HBO versus network television. That's true. That's a good point. So good I mean, point. to make a network television show as funny as Seinfeld. Yeah, takes, he, it takes brilliant fucking writing. Number one, they did, but they did as good as they could do, I guess. Yeah, and it's gonna and it, and it does take a great ensemble of a cast. I mean, that cast couldn't have been better put fucking together. I mean, they had a whole episode about who can hold out the longest on masturbating on a oh, network yeah. show. So that's genius writing to be able to get that into the FCC under the FCC yeah. violation. So yeah, it was it was genius. I mean, yeah, just the fact. But it has a laugh track. Has a fucking laugh track, and that just ruins Every it. Every fucking comedy in the '90s had a laugh track. That was just what you I, had to do. Well, thank God Curb doesn't. You don't need a laugh track because you're dying laughing yourself. I know. I mean, it's just like Sunny. Like Sunny, obviously no laugh track. Yeah. Whatever. All the good ones don't have one. Even though it was great that one episode of Sunny when they did when they <laughs> they put when, one in. Well, remember when uh, Dennis made a show out of Mac and Charlie's mom living together? Uh, like they does... were watch, they were watching them like on surveillance cameras <laughs> and it was like really boring like watching them like bicker or whatever but then like Dennis started fucking around with like putting laugh tracks in there and shit and I was like oh uh-huh. this, is, this is actually pretty good now yeah. whatever They're, they tell me when to laugh so I know now yeah I know that I know that's funny now yeah it was really mm-hmm. that was that was pretty fucking funny yeah you need you need to pick up succession whenever you can it's a uh... Yeah, I, don't even, I definitely need I, to. I'm I'm almost done with the. Uh, I think I'm. Well, I don't know how many episodes in the McGregor, McGregor, uh, documentary. Um, I. Yeah, I can't remember if I, I finished that or not. I mean, I, I watched two or three episodes. Is there more than that? I'm through episode three, and there's definitely another one. So I'll say oh, at okay. least four. Because uh, it just got to the part where COVID hit, and Dana White made a uh, Fight Island, which that was brilliant, by the way. Right. Only he had the fucking balls to do that. And, you know, people gave him such fucking flack. How could you do this at this kind of time? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. And it, and it always works out good for him. Yeah, and he was like, look, we're not going to fucking stop. We're following all your goddamn rules. All these people have been fucking sequestered in this island for two goddamn months. They've been tested every fucking day. Nobody has shit. Nobody's allowed on or off this island, period. So oh, we're fighting. So not to interrupt you, but Secession has four seasons. So and far. And no, and I'm being very careful when I read it because it's it's done. So they wrapped it up with a bow, which oh, I love. Done. 
Okay. I love when shows do that, and it's great through two seasons. I love it when a great show knows when to tie it up, and I don't know how they end it. Uh, obviously, I'm not gonna I'm gonna click off that so I don't spoiler get any spoil, alert. spoiler alerts. But like that that makes me like it even more. I didn't and I didn't even know that that they've they had a great show. They finished it. Hopefully, they tied it up, you know, and finished it properly, and it's and it's done. That's that's the way to do it. Yeah, Breaking Bad was like that. Um, it went a little too long. Went, In my it opinion, went, it, went it went long. One, it went about one season too long. They had that one kind of filler season in there. I think yeah, it went about two five, seasons too long for me. But, yeah, I hear you. I th- season five, I think it was more like a filler. And then I think it ended in six, if I remember I right. think it, No, I think it was more than that. I think five or six would have been. Let me look it up. Google that. I think it's six seasons for Breaking Bad. I think five was five was the shit one. And then they came back and just slammed it in six. Um, let's see. But for any kind of drama like that, like, and, and Ozark was the same way. Ozark, they fucking perfect number of seasons. Like, yeah, they nailed it. Start, finish, fucking crushed. Like the whole way, crushed it. Um. Yeah, it looks like six. So I guess you're right. Yeah, I think season God. five was the shit one, and then six. All right. That's better than I thought. So okay, I'm not. I'm yeah, not gonna... There, there was one. I, I'm pretty sure it was season five. I'm almost positive season five was so bad. <clears> I was like, what? What are we? What are we even doing right now? Like you've taken a great show. Now we're about to ruin it. And yeah. then season six, they came back and just slammed the door shut. So I was like, okay, I'm good with it now. I was good with the way that it fucking ended. Um, I thought Sopranos started to drag. Also. Yeah, I, I've seen Sopranos, and I think I finished it. I definitely know the finish because it had a famous, you know, it was a very famous finish. Yeah. But um, I, it was so long ago that I, I, I'd i have to rewatch it to really be locked in on everything. It, def, it definitely started to fucking drag. There was too much. That, the problem with those shows is they get too invested into these side stories that aren't that interesting, which I understand mm. why they have to start them because they have to have – some sort of content to fucking keep the thing going. So I get How it. How many seasons did it have? You remember that? I, that I don't know. I, I just know that it was probably went about, that, that one probably went about two too long. Cause even the last season wasn't great. Looks like eight maybe. Yeah. I was thinking eight or nine, but. How come, how come Google can't just answer a fucking simple question? Like just like it just, it's it. You, oh, it how many seasons ask Google, are in Sopranos? Ask Google if Trump's a racist. It'll tell you immediately. I'm, I'm gonna do that in a second. How many seasons are in Sopranos? And it just fucking pulls up all these fucking articles about, well, was season six too long? Uh, would there have been a season seven? Like, just give me the goddamn answer. That's all I want. Is Trump a racist? <laughs> <laughs> Trump, a your whole screen just racist. says yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, the first one, the first headline is from NPR, and it's it's just an article saying oh, is, is it from NPR is Trump really that racist? And this is an is article he really that racist. This is an article from 2020, like is the he, first thing that pops up. Well, Wikipedia is he a racist? Is L- he that racist? L- I'm just gonna read the the uh, the groups of people that that pop up these articles. NPR, The Atlantic. Vox, not Fox, Vox, yeah. Reuters, Brookings, Cal Berkeley, YouTube, Washington Post, PBS, <laughs> Politico. <laughs> it's all just the fucking standard, normal fucking people. Yeah, NPR actually left Twitter. 
Oh, because you people have opinions and they don't oh, like it. Oh, because Elon Musk labeled he because I, I guess he can control like what your account is called, and he labeled it state funded media, <laughs> which it literally fucking is. So. Hmm. The 15 most offensive things that have come out of Trump's mouth. Oh, that's going to be a good one. That's pulled up. Let's pull up this article. This is like a Rush Limbaugh list. This is going to be great. The total total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the U.S. Oh, God. Yes, I agree. Take all my information. (laughs) Damn damn everything else. Take the information. Forget, Forget it. This is going to take forever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is this is too much reading. I would have to I would have to prep for this before and uh, actually let me let's tease this for next week. I'm going to save this article and I'm going to condense and get the 15 most offensive things that have come out of Trump's mouth. Just grab him by the pussy. Yeah, like 100% that's going to be on. That, here. that should be number 1. That should be number uh, 1. Like it should just be number 1. Just grabbed by the pussy. Well, you'll have to tune in next week to find out that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, I don't know. AI is I don't know if you know this, Longhorn, but AI is artificial intelligence. It, it's it stands for artificial intelligence. That's Kamala a, Harris told us that. The A stands for artificial. The I stands for intelligence so i saw i saw a side by side i don't know if you ever watched the show veep no that's a that's a good show uh comedy so you know but obviously with the what's her name julius dreyfus yeah i'm i know what what it is i just haven't seen it so they had a side by side with her (laughs) making speeches and kamala and it was like I the mean, character in Veep, she talks the like that. Character in Veep, yes. It was. Oh my side god! Does that, side. does that mean? Does that mean Kamala talks like that because she watched the show? Maybe. How? When? What year did that show come out? Oh god, I have no idea. Let's look it up. Look it up. But yeah, it was like uh, basically Veep? like not not the not the cadence per se, but like the fact that she would just spin a word salad of nothingness. Oh, I was thinking more. You're talking about like cadence and stuff. Well, some of the cadence matched, but like the words. Seven song, seasons. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah, it's a good show. But the word salad of nothingness, I mean, right next to Kamal's word salad. I mean, it was like, she was almost like she was stealing from the TV show. Well, it started in 2012 and we're in 2023. So for 11 years, 10 years or however long, you know, you want to go back. Maybe she was watching that, and you know, sometimes like when you're watching something for that long, and you're you're in that field, you're gonna kind of unconsciously, uh, you know, just adopt some of those uh, uh, things and, and incorporate them into what you do. The difference is in Veep, she was trying to be funny as the character, showing that she didn't really know what she was talking about, but she could just get up there and say some words, and people just kind of let her get away with it. She that, what was what was her character? What did her character do in that show? She was the vice president. Oh fuck! Okay. Yeah. So she All would right. literally get up there, didn't really know what she's talking about, and just say some fucking word salad shit, 
and everybody just kind of let her let her get away with it, whatever. And then it, it's lit. It's literally like we have that person in real life, but I'm it's a, not a TV character. And it's not meant to make you laugh, even though it <laughs> fucking does. So in the in the show, was she actually really smart? She was just kind of like fucking around. Uh, she, yeah, pretty much. She wasn't mm. really fucking around. She just like she just she wasn't care. prepared. Yeah, and she she didn't care. Not really. <laughs> Does it does it get into like what political party they're they are? I don't remember that part. It's been so long since I watched it, but uh um, I'm gonna have to check it. I'll check out the pilot and kind of see. Yeah, it's it's fucking hilarious. Like she plays a great role and it's very funny. Uh but again, it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> she's not really the vice president. She's not she's not really unprepared for every oh. speech that she's been prepared for one hundred and here's the thing you need to understand, boys and girls, every time. Every single time you see Kamala Harris get up there and talk, she has been 100% prepared for whatever she's talking about, and yet she still sounds the way she sounds. So just imagine for a second what her knowledge base was of what she's, of what she's talking about before she gets up there and talks about what she's there to talk about. So imagine somebody prepped her for a speech on artificial intelligence or AI, and they said, hey, Kamala, artificial intelligence stands for, or AI There's stands no for way they said, artificial intelligence. There's no way. There's and no way someone like, said that. Oh, okay. And then she gets up there and mm -hmm. repeats that. Like, and they're like, no, yeah, we didn't think, need you to repeat that part. No, I think it's just uh, uh, a nervous tick when she's in front of the cameras and she has a set bullet point set or however they prepare her. And the way, and because she's nervous, she feels and she's like, well, when we're talking about AI and it just, you know, because she's nervous, she's like, oh, what if they don't know what AI, like AI stands for, like, it's just, She's, it's a filler. Here's how I can sound smart. I can explain to them what AI is. Yeah, just in case there's someone that's not... Like, I'm here to help you people. You are the dumb people, and I'm here. I'm the important Kamala, so I'm not going to assume <laughs> that you know what AI is. So let me tell you that AI stands for artificial intelligence. So, Every yeah, four-year-old in the back of the room is like, yeah, bitch, we know what AI mm -hmm. is. God, God bless America. We're, we're in good hands. We're in good hands. So I've got one central question left uh, for this week, and it's really about the upcoming election. So I keep hearing more and more scuttlebutt on, I mean, now there's been an article that came out that, you know, it seems that Joe Biden, they've got enough proof to say that he's got $40 million that have come in from overseas. Mm -hmm. uh, at least 15 of which, while he was vice president of the country, acting vice president. He's banking, banking. So are they going to let this get to the point where, because I know they've started the uh, motion for impeachment or whatever. It's gone to the committees now in the House. We'll see where it goes from there. It did pass to go to the committees, so... It's in that process, and it has nothing to do with any of this bullshit. It's about the, the uh, neglecting the border. 
which that alone should get him impeached. But are they going to let it get to the point where the it's going to take the Democratic Party to let this happen? So let's be real about it. Are they going to let it get to the point where they're going to get enough shit against him to get him off the ballot? And if so, who would they run in his place? Or do you think they're going to let it play out to see how the primary goes to Republicans and see if it's Trump? And then they'll back off. Because they've been putting the, like, the Washington Post, the Athletic that you mentioned that's always a fucking liberal rag. They've been writing some really scathing fucking articles about him lately, about his age, about, uh, I think one of the other uh, people you mentioned wrote an entire article about uh, him being, what they call him, Joe Joe screaming instead of Joe Biden or whatever. Like He yells at the fucking staff and people behind him, cusses people out. And yeah. they, even have a, they even have a quote from old Jen Saki, Firecross herself. They said, well, I'll, I'll know that he really respects me when he cusses me out for the first time, blah, blah, blah. So basically, he's just motherfucking everybody. Behind the scenes, he's an angry old man that doesn't understand what's going on. Yeah. So, it's, so they're, they're setting the table to take him out. Now, if Trump wins the primary and doesn't go to prison, do they let him run because... That's their best shot, I guess, to beat Trump, or do they take him out either fucking way? Okay, so for, I wrote that down because I want to make sure I hit that. So the yelling story about him yelling in the in the in the I think that's complete bullshit. I think that's propaganda because, uh, and I don't have the quotes pulled up, but yelling behind the scenes and and I remember one of the quotes of him yelling was like <clears throat> almost like why don't you know this and why aren't you figuring this out like like basically like i know this why don't you know it that's that's i think it was propaganda put out to make him look like he's in charge behind the scenes and he's he knows what he's doing and he's not getting help from his people around him and why aren't they doing what he's doing because he actually knows how to run this country i think it was propaganda because behind the scenes he's probably just falling around stumbling around doing the same thing mumbling to everybody like he does in front of the camera so like i think it was just an i think it was just an effort to make it look like he really is in charge and he don't worry about his age because he is sharp as a whip that's and he's a telling, fucking interesting theory yeah i think it's propaganda now i also it, think it wasn't a positive <clears throat> article at all <clears throat> no it was called it's, joe, it's, joe yellen yes of course it was made to look negative but also like Oh wow, that's that's not like Joe. He, but yeah, he's behind the scenes. He's he's cracking the whip. He's he's on it. He's he's sharp still. So it's like one of those like you know that's, just 3D chess type thing. But do so, you think do you think that people and just pull the curtain back? We played poker for hours with a fucking douche. Do I think people that buy it? Do I think people buy it? Do I do you think people like the douche we played poker with from Seattle is smart enough? No, to see uh, but, through that and go, oh, that's actually a positive fucking thing. No, but I think it's double sided. <clears throat> that's what I was going to get to. Is it's a double sided. The people that do see through it, it's they'll they'll be like, oh, okay, so he's so if it is Biden, they'll still vote for him because they're like, oh yeah, he's he's still in charge. He, he's running the shit. The people that are like ready for him to get out, it's it's ammunition to when they do decide to push him out, which I still think they will. It's that's like laying the groundwork to get him out. Like eh, he's yelling at people. He's just eh, he's let's just, just get him out there. But yeah, long story short, no, I still think there's zero chance 
that he runs for president, whether it's Trump or not. I, oh, I, just, really? I just, no, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think you can. I just don't think you can. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I don't, I think if it's Trump, they'll, they're going to have to run him because I don't think that they can bring anybody else in. That, that I think, has, I think it's foolish. Enough... I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I mean, it's still a long ways away. What, what is this, July? Mm-hmm. It is a long ways away. And we, I mean, we see how many fuck-ups he has along the way. Now, you know, if things turn for the better. But, I mean, it, oh, can't, it can't get really any worse. I mean, oh, my God. Just, I cannot believe f- you just said that. I cannot believe you just put that juju on us, Ricky Bobby. Why would you do that <laughs> and say it can't get any worse? Well, from a certain standpoint. I mean, we're already having the literal Secret Service DOJ cover up. And I'm not going to say it was Hunter's cocaine or whatever. I don't fucking know. You don't know. Nobody knows. But you know who does know? They fucking know whose cocaine that was. They absolutely do. It's, I mean, even, even MSNBC, and I can't even remember what that cocksucker's name is, that was the head of the fucking FBI uh, when the whole Mueller shit and all that that Russian uh, bullshit. Comey? Yeah, they put out about Trump. They had to fire his ass because all that turned out to be bullshit. Even him, that died in the wool, just fucking piece of shit, said this is the most ridiculous thing ever, ever, (laughs) that there is zero chance that they don't know whose fucking cocaine that is and that they, he said they didn't even do an investigation. No. He's like they didn't. They asked nobody any questions. He's like because they would have the answer. They they well they did an investigation. It took like five seconds. They know whose it is. Yes, but he said he said okay. Even if even if you buy the DNA and all 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 the shit they're saying, he's like they didn't interview one person. He's like, and you know why? I know they didn't interview one person because they came out and announced before almost immediately. Oh, we don't have any DNA evidence. He's like, you don't do that before you interview people because you use that as an intimidation factor. Like, hey, we got your fucking DNA on the bag. You want to fucking tell us the truth or not? And whether you even know that's just what you do as a fucking investigator, as a fucking interrogation person, you use every weapon that could possibly be in your arsenal. And if that person is guilty, they have no idea if you have that information or not. But you tell them that you fucking do and see if they fucking crack. That's how you do it. And he, I mean, right. this guy's a head, former head of the FBI. He knows how it fucking works. He's like, I know they didn't fucking interview anybody because they almost immediately announced, oh, we don't have any DNA evidence. You don't say that out loud ever. Yeah. So even that fucking guy. So they do absolutely know whose fucking coke that was. Now. There's only one person that I know of, 100%, without a doubt, for a fact, does crack cocaine that is affiliated with the White House, and that is Hunter Biden. Now, again, that doesn't that's circumstantial. We never hold up in court. I'm not saying that. But I am saying you got one pretty good suspect already. Now, could have been Kamala's coke? Who fuck could have been some fucking shitbird aide? To the White House? Sure, it could have been fucking a million people. But you know who knows? They fucking know. And whoever it was, it's going to look bad on the fucking administration. So again, from that kind of standpoint, it can't get any fucking worse. I mean, we, so, the deep state 
is so far in the fucking bag. They're so far in the bag that even their own people are like, dude, you got to be fucking kidding me at this point. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, there's two stories go. So like, I mean, let me, let me just touch on the cocaine thing. Cause there's an interesting theory uh, being floated around from people who used to work on the inside of the white house, secret service type stuff. And uh, again, it's not, it's, it's theories, you know, no, no one knows exactly for sure, unless you're actually in that. Uh, well, there's a that, whole group of people that know for sure. Yeah. But, but this person is outside of that, of that service now, but he's has contact. So and he, and the contact, information that he's hearing is that don't necessarily assume and sometimes when people that are in the know and they tell you don't necessarily assume they're, they're they're telling you something without telling you okay so they're like they're saying don't necessarily assume that it's hunter because that entire family comes from trash yeah which is a way which, which is a way of saying and, and 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 he went on to explain that that you know uh the the cubby that it was in in the west wing and the in the visitor area that Long story short, it was likely a delivery to the White House. That's why nothing was caught going in, a, like with with visitors or anything, like going through the, the dogs and the and the, the infrareds and all that stuff. So it was likely a delivery, especially to the Biden family or very close circle around the Biden. So like, and and how that happens is it would you know it'd be like uh, you get clearance. Hey, I got a friend coming up, or I got a family member coming up. Somebody, go, Secret Service, go down there bring him in this is this is who it is check his idea but they but they don't go through that other stuff that they get a security clearance to do a drop that's likely what happened now what happened between the drop and why didn't the person who brought it in how did how did it get left who fucking knows are crackheads i mean crackheads do weird shit who knows what happened but like it's likely like you said hunter or it could be a hunter biden family member because they're all fucking trash they were all going out of town that weekend. They wanted some fucking good, uh, they want some good shit to head out of town and have a nice little weekend. I mean, but yeah, we're never going to know. We're Dude, never going to know. Okay. The fucking, first of all, the balls, the balls. <laughs> to, order, to order cocaine like his DoorDash? <laughs> to the White House. Yeah. I mean, when, okay, again, you're Hunter Biden or whoever. I don't, again, not saying names. You are a person of that kind of power somewhere in that family. You're having a family outing. You could get whatever delivered to where the fuck ever, wherever you're going, get it delivered. When you're coming down, fucking get it delivered to the fucking what you're going out of town that night. I only know cokeheads from movies and shows, but it, it appears like when I watch them on movies and shows, they want it right then and there. Like if they're on it, they need that next bump right then and there. Like it's like no, maybe I've known many cokeheads, and that is maybe true. he already started the party, ran out, and needed some more right then, right now. And, and, and they're and they're very poor planners. Like as a people, <laughs> cokeheads are very they're not diligent planners. They are yeah. very fly by their seat. Let's live in the moment. I want my coke and I want it now. I've got enough coke to last me all night. <laughs> Shit, I'm out of coke. What the fuck just happened? Like, yeah, that that absolutely does happen. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was hey. with a guy one night that fucking he had a. I'm not gonna say any names. But anyway, we're leaving a bar. He ran out of coke, but he had a contact at a local grocery store mm-hmm. that was pretty close to the bar. 
He goes in to get said coat from said contact. They had it with them on the job at the grocery store. Naturally. Naturally. And they're doing lines, I guess, in the bathroom because I yeah. let him out in the parking lot. I sit in the car. I don't want any part of this bullshit. And I wait 10 minutes. He's like, five minutes, in and out. Cool. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes go by. Oh, my God. What in the <laughs> fuck? So I'll go in to find this motherfucker. Yeah, he is in the manager's office with a police officer because they've been busted doing cocaine in the bathroom. Oh, my God. So I leave. I'm like, well, fuck you, buddy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Burn out of there. So, anyway, that, yeah, that, that, that's actually a pretty plausible, um, situation now that I come to think of it. But either way, uh, they know who fucking delivered that shit. They, and every one of them to a man and even to Karen Jean refuses, refuses to say that it was not a member of the Biden family. They refuse to say that out loud. She says it's irresponsible to ask, blah, blah, blah. It's all plausible deniability bullshit. Yeah. And speaking of the white trash, nothing says fucking white trash like a dad in Joe Biden who molested both of his kids are still alive. Who knows about the other one? They've all He's still smelling little kids. Yeah, they they he smells other people's kids. What is what is and that? Both, both of his children have accused him of molesting them, and he has a grandchild that he doesn't even claim. That his son made with a hooker, which you know what shit happens. So stripper, not a hooker. Well, let's not fucking split hairs here. I mean, you know, <laughs> potato, potato. We we all pay for it one way or the other. They do a little of both if you got mm -hmm. the right fucking kind of currency, whether it be white or green or both. They do a little bit of both if we're being honest. I don't make out on the first date. I don't put out on the first date. Like, oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, well, strippers don't say that ever. So, uh, not that I would know from experience or anything, but anyway. Get those uh, highfalutin strippers. I think, they get, <laughs> I think oh, they're yeah, too good. Oh, yeah, she's real highfalutin from fucking uh -huh. Podunk, Louisiana. Yeah, so this family man that fucking brags about his five grandchildren when she actually has six boys and girls, he doesn't claim the other ones. Nothing says white trash like a grandchild you don't claim Two kid, two kids that you molested, both of them have had bad drug addictions, and another kid that's dead, which who knows what really fucking happened there, and who knows what he did to him or whatever. Either way, sounds white, like another trash. It sounds like another great Biden movie coming to theaters <laughs> near you. Just another oh, one. Pedo Pete. It's just nonstop Biden movie. Uh, I know you and I have talked about it many times, but like Saturday Night Live are such cunts for not doing Joe Biden material because they have material on top of material. I like. I, I mean, at one point, Lauren Michaels would have paid money for this kind of material. I mean, literally. I mean, he employed. He did pay money. He employed so many great writers, so many fucking great talented fucking actors to just come up with this bullshit out of thin air. Well, it opens an opportunity. That's the way I look at it. Like, I mean, it opens the opportunity for somebody to come along on a Saturday night and buy a 30-minute block or an hour block 
and just do Joe Biden and White House, like have a Karen, have a have a Karen Jean, have a fucking uh, Kamala, have a Joe, and just just fucking do. You got endless material. We we need another like a either Mad TV or In Living Color, like a yeah an alternate. Like, there's yeah. a, there's a, there's an opportunity there, and still the audience because you're actually gonna do the funny shit that's available for the current topic. So, but will anybody produce it? And this is the last thing I wanted to get into. I know we're starting to run a little long, but speaking of producing things, have you seen the numbers that the is called the uh, uh, something of freedom? Fuck, what is it called? Sound of freedom. Sound of freedom. No, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either, but it's done like 50 or 60 million now in the box I think office. I think it's close to a hundred now. Oh, is it? Okay. So mm -hmm. it's, it's past, uh, I think it passed the mission impossible or Indiana Jones. One of those. No, I think, no. I think, I think it passed Indiana Jones. No, no, those are, those are blowing up because they're, I mean, I can look it up, but yeah, look, look, it, it, Maybe it passed them for like a week or something. I can't remember. But. Yeah, it was doing better than to start, but those are those are huge. Uh, they're not doing what they're expecting, and they're they're probably not going to make any profit. Those movies that you're talking about, but they are still, you know. Either way, uh, so what a lot of people don't know is the uh, what was it called again? Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom was actually owned by um, Fox. I think. Studios, which is now owned by Disney, Disney shelved that project. They're like, yeah, we're not putting this out. This is about child trafficking and blowing that whole thing up. They're like, yeah, we can't be telling on ourselves. We're not making this movie. We're not putting that shit out. And they got bought out by whatever, the, whatever studio did finally put it out. They, they bought the rights to it. And yeah, it's making money hand over fucking fist and Disney... Totally missed out on a winner because, again, they don't want to tell them themselves because that's one of the biggest fucking pedo operations there is. Well, let's put it to you this way. Like, the 2008 Indiana Jones opening weekend made $100 million, and That's 2008 money. The 2023 Indiana Jones opening weekend made $60 million. Yeah. So that's a huge drop with, with inflation and all that stuff. It is up to $145 million domestically. Uh, the new movie, but I've heard it's actually really good too. I've heard it's terrible, but you know, no, I, I heard, I heard the last, I never saw the last one. I heard it was awful. I heard this one from the same people that saw the last one said it was awful. So this one's actually really good. Really? I heard that they make him look like weird and weak at, at certain points and kind of like that old dumb man. Like, I mean, that's, I, you know, I, I wouldn't enjoy, I, I don't think I've watched any of the last, I've only probably only seen the first one, but like, I wouldn't enjoy watching like, Oh, uh, you didn't see the I, first three? I well, it's did they all? Well, this one says 1989, 2008 is the is the next one, but there was some in between there. Yeah, that was the the first one that was about the Ark of the Covenant. That was Raiders of the oh, Lost Ark. Well, yeah, 81, then, 84, 89. Those those are the old ones. So yeah, yeah, yeah I've I've probably seen all those, but I didn't see the the those 08. Are three of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I don't want to see a legend like that kind of be mocked on his way out when he's old man like i don't i mean i didn't see the crystal skull because it was something about aliens and shit and everybody that i knew that saw it said it was awful and they're huge indian jones was like me so i was like well i'm not gonna waste my time because like you i don't want to see it ruined but those same people did tell me that this one's actually really good so i so probably will give this one a chance well worldwide it's made 300 million 
already. So right right now it's already it's it's at break even because it costs three hundred million to, to to make. So so it's, it's gonna it's gonna make money. It's gonna make a little bit, but that's not that is not what they're looking for. Yeah. They're not looking for a little bit over break even. So the other one, the Freedom movie, it's crushing all expectations and crushing. You know, yeah, and it costs fifteen million to make. Exactly. So it's, it's gonna, yeah, it's Disney, gonna be. Disney missed another huge opportunity to actually pull themselves out of the shithole that they're in. Shocker. And then I saw that, uh, racist Mel Gibson is making a four-part documentary over the worldwide trafficking of kids. So worldwide network of pedos. So. Nice. Yeah, I saw something on there. It was, I think it was like, it's a 30 or $40 billion a year industry. Good Lord. Trafficking these fucking children for all these, all these fucking pedos. So, so good. Like it's, this is, this is how movements happen. And this, this is, uh, this is, this is how these things get going. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see if it ever gets put out. If Melly Gibson, if racist Melly Gibson fucking gets put down before this or whatever, but I also saw a huge stat that was like the worldwide airline industry, worldwide. So every airline in the world, every flight, blah, blah, blah. Per year, how many billion do you think that that they generate? Generate or profit? Uh, generate. I don't know. Worldwide, uh, 15 billion. I think it was 20 or 25 billion. Yeah. Billion. So trafficking children, molesting, raping, murdering, all selling, the things that, selling, selling children that they do is more, it generates more revenue than every person that gets on a fucking plane in the whole world every single year. Yeah. And it makes sense because I, I heard someone say this, like, I mean, as, as evil as it is, like when you own, if you sell a drug, you can sell it once. If you have a, if you have a, a sex slave, you can sell it multiple times a day, every single day until you're tired, until you're done with it. Like, so like, it's a, it's a never ending resource of, of, you yeah. know, selling the product. Until, until Hillary Clinton shows up and wants her fucking F trip and then. Yeah. That's that's the end of that kiddo. Yeah. All right, wrap us up. <laughs> wrap us up. Oh, what a dark note to end on. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. See you next week. Uh well, we did have a great time in Vegas. Uh made some money, made all of our appointments. And yeah, we uh, never couple... we never come back empty handed. It's, it's unbelievable. No, it's it's a great time. It is a great time every time. Uh and boys and girls, you can look forward to on the Revolution Network. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We got FGH coming in two weeks. Two weeks. We will start our division by division. Two weeks. Roundup right. of every fucking team. We will tell you exactly, and I do mean exactly, what their records are going to be, who's going to make the playoffs, who's not. Who are we starting with? Who's going want, to win the Super- I need uh, to know which division we're starting we with. We always start in the West. We're starting NFC and AFC West in we, two weeks. We work west to east. We do two divisions per week for four weeks. That wraps up our preseason podcast. Get ramped up. We'll have all of our NFL predictions. Uh, we will have a couple of college picks each week, a little couple of best bets there. 
as we go forward, as we do every fucking year. So a little preseason college for you. A lot of preseason fucking NFL. So subscribe to the Revolution Network to get the Football Glory Hole. Subscribe to get this show, The Bastards of Babylon. Subscribe to get Football of Freedom, my buddy Longhorn. Subscribe to get the I Mean It podcast with me. Uh, we will be on a little bit of a hiatus, or at least from the Bastards for sure. I'm sure my buddy Longhorn's got some Football of Freedom coming to you for the next couple of weeks. I will be indisposed, or more accurately, drinking every drop of scotch that Scotland's ever made for about the next two weeks. Out of the country. I'll be out of the country. I will be playing golf. I will be very hammered and hopefully very enamored with uh, the beautiful island of Scotland. I hope it doesn't rain too much, but what I will say is as I walk my fucking sweaty ball swamp ass into my house today, as it was 107 again, uh, the forecast, Longhorn, starting when I get there on Saturday morning, uh, the high over there is going to be about 62 every day. 62 degrees. That is wonderful. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fucking great. I don't know what it feels like to play golf without sweating my nuts off, but I am going to find out, and I it's going to be glorious. Yeah, that sounds like, oh, this is fucking cold weather, rainy, scotch, beer. Oh, I'm jealous. Oh, and hopefully, hopefully they have cigars over there. I'm hoping. I mean, they're fucking, they're Europeans. How, of they how do you not have... Cigars with I mean, I know they have a. They literally. I. I did. I did Google this, of course. Uh, it is a nationwide ban on smoking indoors anywhere. Look but at that. They do so progressive. Plenty, they do have plenty of patios, and apparently the cigar uh, aficionado society is making a comeback there in Scotland since about 2019. So God bless them. I'll be over there and see sample what they got. I think Cubans are legal there. Why wouldn't they be? So we'll see mm. what we get into. But uh, yeah, boys and girls, this is signing off for me for a couple of weeks. My buddy Longhorn will be keeping you company with I'll do all it. that uh, football and freedom, baby. You got anything else? No, that's it for me. All right, boys and girls. Well, uh, personally, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Probably the next thing you will hear me on will be fucking FGH, baby. It's going to be football season, mm -hmm. full fucking go. The day I step back foot in the great United States of America. Other than that, uh, we'll talk to you then.